0: Welcome back to Malantial Church Podcast. We are here to reach, teach, and empower you with the Word of God. We encourage you to take notes and to share this message. Remember, here at Malantial, we are family. I want you to say with me, and I want you to mean it. I want you to say, mission driven. Look at the person next to you. Tell them, hey, I need you to wake up. Come on, Tal, I need you to wake up. I believe that when we come to the house of the Lord, the Word of God deserves a response. So when I want to invite you. I want you to be awake. Okay, I, I want you to respond to the Word of God today. See, I don't know about you, but when I come to the house of the Lord, I am excited to receive His Word. Anybody in here excited to receive Word from the Lord today? I want us to go into Matthew. Matthew chapter 21. Matthew chapter 21. We're going to read verses 1 through 5. Matthew 21. We're going to read verses 1 through 5. I want to encourage our online family also to respond to the Word of God. As we read together verses 1 through 5, the Word of God states in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Now, when, the day, when, when they drew near Jerusalem and came to Bethagi at the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village opposite you. And immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, you shall say, the Lord has need of them. And immediately he will send them. All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, by the prophet Zechariah in chapter 9, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming to you. Lonely and sitting on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. I want you to close your eyes with me. I want us to pray together, Holy Spirit. We welcome you into this place. We pray your thoughts over our thoughts. Anything that's not yours right now, we cancel it. Lord, I pray that your word will bring truth, Holy Spirit. I thank you, I thank you, Lord, that there's a new revelation of who you are, of who you are in us, of who you are for us, Lord. I pray. That you will use my lips. Lord, I pray that it will be your word that's spoken. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. So if I may, I want to reintroduce you to Jesus. You might know who he is, but I want to present him to you today in a way that maybe you haven't seen him before. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I want to invite you to see the King of kings, the Lord of lords. He who was born in Bethlehem. A child that came to change history. He is not only part of history. Everything we see is His story. Come on, somebody get excited for this. Jesus Christ came into this world of a virgin. I want to invite you to see Him. He is the healer. He is our Messiah. He is our Savior. He came to give you new life. In my life, He changed everything. Can somebody say amen? Not only did He come, and He prepared a way so we can be close to the Father. But I want to invite you today to see Him in a manner maybe you haven't seen Him before. He gets to you where nobody else gets close to you. He draws you close when everybody else pushes you away. His name is Jesus. He's getting closer, and today is a day to make a way. So I want you to say with me, mission driven. See, when Jesus comes close, everything else changes. But I have to make a way for him to come close. Many of us have heard about Jesus. Many of us have been in church for a long time. Or maybe you've seen in different things. Jesus in your life. Anybody say amen to that? But today, I want to remind you that he came with a mission. Jesus came into this earth with a mission. And that mission was you. He came to that mission, and I want you to see him as we're going to go through the Gospels because we can see this story in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You can see the story of Jesus coming in. And I believe as he comes in, people start recognizing who he is. See, as he comes in into that place, as he comes into your life, you need to recognize who Jesus is. You cannot only say, I know about Jesus, but I want to invite you not only to know about you, Jesus, But make him the Lord of your life. And when you do so, not only would you know him and the purpose he has for your life, but he will know you. Jesus comes in. Jesus comes in to fulfill our prophecy, his purpose, his mission. Did you know that over 300 prophecies had been fulfilled in order for him to be the Messiah? I don't know if you know this, but if you can just grasp this for a minute. In order for me to fulfill even one prophecy in my life, that somebody will come and say, "Listen, you're going to do this in your life," it will be about one in three million that that could happen. If I will tell you something in ten years, can you imagine fulfilling three hundred prophecies? What it would be? The odds were completely against him, but he came to fulfill in this right here the triumphant entry. It's a fulfillment of Jesus coming in as King, as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So, if you're ready to go into the Word of God. And you're awake today. I want you to say with me, oh yeah? oh, yeah! Let's go into the Word of God in Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter 11, verses 2 and 3. And he said to them, Go into the village opposite you. And as soon as you have entered, if you will find a cold tide in which, on which no one sat, has sat, lose it and bring it. And if anyone says to you, Why are you doing this? Say, The Lord has need of it and immediately he will send it here I've read this many times it's in all the gospels not all the stories that many stories are not in all the gospels but in this story we see Jesus coming in and asking for a colt now during that time a colt wasn't the same thing as we see it today a colt was a source of income a colt was a source of work I need you to see this in your heart today Jesus is coming in. Can you imagine? You just heard that Jesus has raised Lazarus from the dead. You just heard that Jesus is going in every town and he is a healer. So you're expecting a Messiah. Messiah is the Savior. You're expecting an earthly king. But he comes in, not as everybody comes in, which is in a horse taking possession. He comes in with meekness of heart. See, the word meek, for many of us, can mean Mm, I don't know, as somebody that is low, somebody that uh, is weak. But can I tell you, meekness is strength under control. To be meek is to know that you're more powerful than, but to be willing to be humble. That's how he comes into your life today. He comes in and he presents himself. Do you know him? Have you heard about Jesus? Do you know who he is? Have you really gave him your heart? And if you have not met him, or maybe you met him in Sunday school one day, but now you don't know who you are. See, my wife and I, we've been together for 20 years, and I can promise you, I'm not the same person I was 20 years ago. You know, I'm just about 40 pounds lighter. Jesus reveals more of himself every day to you. He is influence, limitless influence in your life. If you would say, God... Here I am, I want to know you. he introduces himself, but he comes and says, Would you give me that colt that you have? I've never seen it this way, but can you imagine having Jesus come in and say, Would you give me that colt, what you have that you want to sell? I need you to get this, the colt meant your future. That's how you're going to work. That's how you would labor the harvest. So he'll say, Would you give me your future? Would you give me that that you're holding on to, that you think that's what you depend on? Would you give me your dependence? Would you depend on me? And those people see the disciples, and it says, at his word, I'll give them. And I love how Jesus is, because he doesn't ask us for something. See, he could demand it. How many of you here have been with people that are demanding? Come on, raise your hand if you've been with people that are demanding. You know, some of you know that you are demanding. How many of you know that you are demanding? Come on, let's be real, you know. But see, Jesus doesn't come in as a king to demand anything. He comes in and says, would you be part of this with me? I want you to be part of the life that I have for you. And I'm asking you today to see Jesus as the king of kings and a colt. He comes in with meekness. Would you recognize him as king? i missed Jesus many times in many areas of my life. I was expecting him to come in on a horse and he was coming in in a colt. perspective is so different than his perspective he had a mission his mission was to fulfill scripture so he's coming in and he wants to fulfill the desires of God and he's coming for the lost not for those that think that are found but for those that call out Hosanna Hosanna which means save me Lord he's coming in do you see him do you know him then we can keep reading we read Matthew we read Mark and I want you to see him in this way. Look, about 20 years ago, we came into this place and we put on a tent. Can you see him in the tent? The Bible says, do not despise small beginnings. Have you ever missed Jesus on a cult? Can I be real with you? I almost missed him in this place. I was used to going to a church that was thousands. And God calls us to a place well, there's two families. And I remember seeing that and seeing the faith of our, of our pastors and thinking, are you really here? Have you ever been there? Have you ever been in a place where you're like, man, I'm expecting Jesus one way, but he shows up a different way? Can I tell you, I know God called me to ministry and I'll give you two things so you can have this in your heart so you know where Jesus is. One, My flesh didn't want it. When Jesus calls you, when Jesus is telling you I have a mission for you in any area of your life, it's going to be difficult for you. It's going to cost you something. But number two, I knew he was calling me because I was willing to give it up. Oh, you didn't hear me. It wasn't mine, it's his everything i have so when he said where's your cult where's your future here it is and everything we have is his so we're in that place and 20 years later it looks a lot different doesn't it somebody say with me mission driven now we can see in luke chapter 19 Luke chapter 19 is the same story, but I want you to see it. I want, I want to present to Jesus today, because you might know him from 10 years ago, from 5 years ago, maybe from yesterday. And today he has something new for you. In Luke chapter 19, verse 34 through 37, it says, And they said, The Lord has need of him. Wow. Then they brought him to Jesus, and they threw their own clothes on the colt. And they set Jesus on him. They threw their clothes on their colt. Clothes wasn't the same thing as we see it today. And they set Jesus on him. And as he went, many spread their clothes on the road. Meaning you can be part of this too. Then as he was now drawing, listen to this, near the, the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a light, loud voice for all the mighty works they had seen. They see Jesus coming in. They start taking off their clothes. They're, wow, God has done so many things in our life. I want to present you Jesus, the miracle worker. Anybody know Jesus, a miracle worker? Jesus, that miracle worker that transforms a little tent into a church, doesn't make sense. A mission. People say there's no way a church is gonna grow in Horizon. Come on, the Walmart is it's not going even that near that area. And God has greater plans. Can I tell you something? Many people will not see what you're attracting in your life, and they think that is what they're doing that is attracting the blessing. But I'm here to tell you, what Pastor saw in this place was the blessing of God before it was in this place. You attract Jesus wherever you go, when you stand in faith. I'm here to tell you the blessing of God is in front of you and if you make way for the king and take off your clothes see the clothes in our lives could mean so many things but I want to just tell you to put this in your heart is your present are you proud of anything in your life is there somebody that's proud of what they worked for are you proud of of what you have been able to accomplish And and I need you to see this because what they're putting on their clothes even the Bible speaks that when Jesus is on the cross they're fighting for his clothes it wasn't like today, okay, ladies in the house. It wasn't like today that you could p- pick and choose what you were going to uh, you know, dress this morning. How many of you ha- had to change about three times? Okay, don't raise your hand. I see the husbands. It wasn't like today you can change different things. What the type of clothes you wear, the priest had a specific uh, type of clothes. Oh, I need you to get this. It, it, it was your identity. It was what, what represented you. So they're laying down their clothes. They're, they're laying down their identity. Here it is, Jesus. Step on it. Step on my ego, Jesus. Step, step on my bank accounts. Come on, can, I, can we be real? What, what defines you? Here's my identity. Here it is, God. I'm presenting it. And they put it on the coldness, They say, Jesus, you sit on the throne. You sit as king. What they're saying, according to 2 Kings chapter 9, what they're saying is, you are king over our lives. You are king over myself. I no longer live, but now Christ lives in me. Somebody say amen to that. This is so hard to do, and I know it sounds good, but do you really know Jesus? Because look, many of us, the Bible says we're going to come before the Lord, and we're going to say, Lord, I did all these things for you. Here's my identity. Do you know that your identity many times is, is surrounded, or is you can say it's centered on what you do? Here's my job. Here's what, it's, here's what I do. Here's what I am. If I would ask you, who are you? Many of you will give me your professional name. we say this is who we are and we present those things to God but it's so hard to make way for Jesus with what we think we have accomplished and we'll come before Jesus and many of us will say Lord this is what I did in your name this is what we did for your glory and he's gonna say I never knew you see your mission is not only to know him your mission is to make him known and if I can go a little bit more deeper in the spirit in your life Not only is to know Him and make Him known, but your mission is to make sure you're known by Him. Did you hear me? Does Jesus know you? Because we're going to get before Him. And I want to make way for the King and say, Hosanna, Hosanna. Lord, come in. I want to introduce you to Jesus today. That Jesus that was a miracle worker for me. That Jesus that when I was looking down a window, and my son was on the other side of, on a hospital bed. I had to say, Lord, Hosanna, Hosanna. The first time I sang that song, was this Hosanna. Julie, can you sing it for me for a minute? How many of you guys have heard that song, Hosanna? I want you to sing it with me. I, I want you to, let's sing it together. Sing it together. Let's go, Jules.
1: Hosanna, Hosanna,
0: Hosanna. When this moon, when this sun came out, Hosanna,
1: and I'm saying,
0: Lord, save us, Lord, heal us. I don't know what you're Hosanna, crying for, but we have a God Hosanna, that shows up in a cult with humility, Hosanna, Hosanna and that need, and it may not be as you're expecting Him, Hosanna, and a horse, Hosanna, and you want him to change the situation, but says it's going to be okay I want to introduce you to that Jesus I missed him so many times because I wanted to see him a certain way I had to change my position I had to come to this position I couldn't see him right my position was wrong have you met that Jesus that when you see him all you can do is worship I want to introduce you to him Look at what John chapter 12 says, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John chapter 12, verse 12 through 16. The next day, a great multitude that had come to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him and cried out. Somebody say, Hosanna. It says, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. They recognize him for he is. He's reintroducing himself. He's no longer the baby that came in the manger. Now he's coming in as a king and they're seeing him. Then Jesus, when he had found a young donkey, sat on it as, as it is written. Fear not, daughter of Zion. Come on, this for somebody. Fear not, daughter, son. Behold, your king is coming. Sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand these things at first. But when Jesus, I need you to get this. He's coming in. They're seeing him come in. Everybody's surrendering. But his disciples do not understand what's happening. But when Jesus was glorified, when he was glorified, then they remember that these things were written about him and that they had done these things to him. Look at me. Jesus always shows up on time. You didn't hear me. I said Jesus always shows up on time. And when he shows up, I want, to, I want to invite you, don't miss him. Don't miss his showing up. In that, God, I don't understand why you're showing up this way. Jesus, I want to make way for you and I'm willing to surrender to you. But what do you mean, God? Does it mean that you're going to take your throne? That you're going to come and change everything that we're seeing? I'm here to tell you today, many of us are not walking in the right position before God. Therefore, we're not seeing Jesus as he should be in our lives. The disciples did not understand. Do you? The disciples did not understand. Do you understand? Can you see him? Man. I want to present to you this Jesus that I met. I started doing mission work with kids that were forgotten. You to this Jesus that came to bring good news to the poor, to bring deliverance, to this Jesus that doesn't want you to keep living out of selfish desire, but that wants to give you living water. So when we say we're salt and light, I think we love that saying, yes, God, I'm going to be salt. This is our mission. We're going to be salt and light and that's what God's calling us to do but we don't understand that to be salt, you, be, you need to be a healer and in order for you to heal somebody else, you need to be wounded first. <laughs> to be salt and light, it means that I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to represent, I'm going to shine for Him. It means that everything I do is for Him. So are you shining for Him? Are you healing others? Jesus comes in, and they start saying, Hosanna, Hosanna, and I love my king, because even though they're going to crucify him, he still gets close to where they are. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and, world, boys and girls of all ages, I want to introduce you to my best friend. His name is Jesus. I no longer come to church to serve, I no longer come to church to preach, I come to church to be with him. I want to introduce you My, Edison, many of us don't know who he is we think we know who he is but we're still waiting for him to show up a certain way and I'm here to tell you Jesus is coming back and he's coming back in glory are you ready can you see him where you're still in your place saying this coat is mine this cloth is mine What do you mean you want me to lay down the branches? The branches, the sign of harvest, the sign of your heart labor, the sign of your past, the sign of your fruit. (laughs) They lay it down before him. Many of us can bring our mess to Jesus so he can make a message. Somebody say amen. But not many of us are willing to lay down our trophies. many of us are willing to lay down our harvest. If you want to know Him, you need to lay it all down and say, here it is, God. I want to know you and I want to be known by you. Will you stand with me today? If you can, close your eyes where you are want to introduce you. To so some of you, I want to reintroduce you to a Jesus that walks by when everybody else walks away. Will you present yourself to him as he's presenting himself to you? Close your eyes with me. God... I want to just see Jesus passing by. I want to know him. God, I want you to know me. You've been a miracle worker. You've been faithful. Even when I'm unfaithful. And today, I pray, position us correctly so that we don't miss. Your entrance in our life. Come back Jesus. put your hand in your heart as a symbol of surrender can you make way for Jesus today can he enter that place that has defined you that place where you call your identity can I introduce you to him can he be can he be the lord of your life today If you say yes to this with me, I want you to pray together. Let's pray this together, church. Would you say, God, my life is yours. Jesus, forgive me. I lay down my life and I pray that you live as king over me. Thank you for loving me. Somebody say amen to that. Thank you for joining us today. Here at Manantial, we are blessed to be a blessing. If you would like to be a part of what God is doing through our ministry, visit our website, manantialchurch.com slash give. Don't forget to subscribe to listen to more messages. And remember, here at Manantial, we are family.